Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Today we'll be chatting with alt-pop artist Natasha Jane Julian. I would call her Natasha. California native Natasha Jane Julian is an alt-pop singer, songwriter, blending elements of pop, rock, soul, and trip-hop. Never heard of trip-hop. That's interesting. Her sound is emotional and vulnerable, exposing the holes in humanity and even pushing boundaries in such topics as religions value in a beautiful and sometimes haunting way. Her music can be described as smooth and melodic with a refined sensibility to its thoughtful lyrics. She's carved out her own space where moody and melodic meet with hope and inspiration as her musical focus. Let's welcome Natasha Jane Julian. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, thank God it's Friday. I know. Oh my God, I've been so busy. It's been crazy. Are you in? <laughs> are you in LA now? I am. Yes. So how's how's the weather over there? Um, it's you know it's it's amazing compared to you know the rest of the country right now. I know it's been had a huge storms everywhere and cold weather spells and it's a little chilly here but gosh and it's it's sunny so I have nothing to complain about I know over here it's icy and ugly <laughs> that's, that's what oh, I'm, I'm sorry icy and ugly I don't like snow I don't like shoveling it it's not it's not that it's like like a foot of snow but it's it's just icy and you know very very slippery so you are very lucky where you are. I love LA. Um, <laughs> so let's learn about you. Um, let's tell us about your childhood. Where were you raised? Um, I was I was uh, born and raised in a small town that usually no one's ever heard of. <laughs> it's um, in Southern California. It's called Idlewild, mm-hmm. and um, it's about two hours from LA. And it's up in the mountains, um, basically um, on a different mountain range than Big Bear. Every Everyone usually knows where Big Bear is. Um, so it's like an opposite mountain range than Big Bear. But it's very, very small. So they don't even have any stoplights up there. Oh, wow. <laughs> what's, what's the population? Do you know? Um, it's probably a little bit more now. But when I was growing up, it was 2,000. Wow. Yeah, that that's pretty small. I mean, everybody should know everybody around there. I'm like, no stoplights. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's adorable. It's um a really special mountain community, and um they have so much hiking and outdoor stuff up there. Just, I think after I I was about to graduate high school, I was looking for you know more. So that's why I left. All righty. And you are the middle of five children. How is that like growing up? Um, 
I mean, it's, there's good and bad. I mean, I, my mom was, um, my parents divorced when I was like eight, seven or eight. Right. Um, and, um, so she was raising all five of us on her own and that got a little crazy at times. Um, and now I have so much, you know, appreciation for what she did at the time. I was like any other kid and I'm like, why don't I have, you know, the best you and why don't I have this? And now I'm like, gosh, I'm so sorry. I gave you such a hard time. (laughs) I had no idea looking back at it now, like, wow, that's hard work. You know, I have, um, I have two children of my own and I can't even imagine doing it on my own with five children. So, um, but it's great now because I have, you know, friends, my sisters are my best friends and, um, and my little brothers also are, I wouldn't say I was as close to them as my sisters, but um, I love them. So That's awesome. It's, it's nice to be close to your uh, family members. You always hear some dynamics where like, I can't stand that family member. But I love to hear the stories where people are, can relate to one another and they're close. And it's just an amazing thing. It really is because you don't see it when you're young because we fought right. like, you know, cats and dogs, and, you know, I was looking back, I was like, gosh, you know, we were, they were so, we were so mean to each other, you know, I can't believe now that we are so nice to each other, (laughs) but, yeah, Yeah. and now I look at my daughters, and my daughters fight the same way, and, and I was like, gosh, I can't even imagine you guys being close, but I really hope it happens. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, my sister and I are about nine years apart, and we're like night and day, and I mean, we're very different, and we, you know, we still argue from time to time, but I would say that we're close. We're very close. Um, When did you that's start nice. writing? Yeah, no, no, it's very nice. When did you start writing songs? Um, I actually, you know, I would say I started writing songs about 10 years ago. Um, I wasn't one who was, you know, writing songs when I was five years old. I always, you know, was really moved and touched by music. And I really loved performing when I was young. And I started to have the itch to want to write songs when I was in my teens, but I didn't, it didn't really come to me. And so like, you know, much years later, and I think for me in particular that as soon as I started really like living and getting outside of my hometown and seeing the world right. and traveling, that's when all these ideas, new ideas, and also maybe things that I had held in for a long time and was really thinking about, but I didn't know how to let it go and let it flow. That's when things really started to come out of me. And all of a sudden, I didn't have to think about how do I write a song? It just kind of right. started coming out when it was ready to come out. So I get that. I get that. Um, how would you describe your music? Um, I would definitely describe my music as smooth um, and very melodic. I know I get that a lot from people that message me and they're like, wow, your music is so melodic. I I like to, I'm not, um, let's say the opposite of, um, I'm, it's kind of weird because pop music today, it's, you know, it's so all over the place. So yes, I kind yes. of, it's in the pop realm, 
but okay. it's really not because it's not the what you hear like from Ariana Grande and um it's it's almost like old school where I had a lot of influence from the Beatles and from artists like Carol King and Linda Ronstadt and right you know and even rock bands like the Eagles so it is in the pop realm but it's 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 got you can tell that it has a lot of older influence to it and that's you know where say almost like the basics the pop and the basics of rock and roll kind of mix and and combine so (laughs) I like that I like that where do you get your inspiration for writing and creating for writing and creating um it comes out you know different if I'm if I I'm usually I have to write things right down, like in the spare of the moment. If I'm out and I've got like, you know, this melody and this chorus, you know, right in my head, I'll make sure I go get my phone and get my voice memo out and put down whatever it is right away because I won't remember later. Um, so sometimes ideas come to me like that, but a lot of times I'll be listening to another song uh-huh. and um, and and it will just, something will come to me as I'm, listening to the song or I'll really enjoy the the mood of that song and I'm like gosh this is so great and it makes me feel like that and I would love to you know get this type of mood into a, a song and then if I go and try and like you say okay I want to get this mood into a song and you almost try and like copy that right then something completely different comes out and I love that <laughs> Because yeah. you're going in and saying, yes, I want this sound, and then you come out with something totally different. So um, I love that, that we, even when you try and get the same thing, it's just it's never the same thing. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I love that. Um, I know for myself, you know, the, the greatest place for me to get inspiration, like uh, creatively and, and to, to figure out songs and melodies in the shower. And so I'm trying to come up with a gadget that's like, waterproof that you can just put in the shower you can hit the button because once I get out of the shower I uh, forget everything I'm like what did I say that oh my god that was so great but now it's gone <laughs> what are the what are the craziest places for you to like think of music um that's a good question it's all, almost always by myself so hmm. I'm the type of person that because of my I would say my upbringing and always being surrounded by people and Mm -hmm. a lot of commotion, a lot of chaos, really. I mean, it was, there was never a dull moment that it took me a long time to, and I didn't like it at first, I, uh, to be by myself and to learn to be by myself. So I can remember being about 18 and, and I was, uh, in a relationship. Actually, I've been in a relationship since I was 18 (laughs) and, um, I remember the first couple of trips that he took, you know, and I was by myself and I was like, God, I hate this. I hate being alone. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, it started to happen more and more and more. And, and then I started to kind of get used to it, but then I started to really crave it. And it was every time that I was alone, that all the commotion and noise was gone. Oh, that nice. That's when I started to really like, think about things deep and I song ideas always came and I feel like the noise has to be gone and I have to be alone with myself, not worried about judgment or trying to cater to anybody else's needs and just, you know, just look inwards. And that's always when it happens. So. That's awesome. 
I know that I try to um, dig deep. Like a lot of my songs, well, 99.9% of my songs are all about me and my experiences, but I also take away from what I see around the world as well. Um, what about your music is rebellious, unconventional, or unusual? Um, you know, I've got a bit in, of an alter ego. <laughs> and okay. and sometimes people, even my family members or, uh, you know, people that really know me, they're like, oh, this is really strange because, you know, it's got a lot of darkness to it and moodiness and it really doesn't match you know who you are because you're such a like happy smiley outgoing person and I love that in a way yeah because you know it's really okay I might go through my daily life you know being I laugh a lot smile a lot and that is really who I am but at the same time there's a lot of me that you know it doesn't really get to come out a lot you know and I love that the fact that those songs are really digging deep, you know, say what is really going on in there. And it's just, it's my alter ego. And it's also what I, how I see myself performing. And when I perform, I like become a different person <laughs> sometimes. And I love to, that's where the art really takes, you know, shape and, and it really just, you know, it all comes out. And I love the fact that, I'm almost like a chameleon. I can be, you know, different people right. are different, you know, parts of me and it can feel comfortable as well. Oh, I love that. Cause I, I'm the same way where when I get on stage, I'm a totally different person. I mean, I'm the same person, but you know, I, and I'm not an introvert, but the extrovert becomes the extra extrovert. And I, you know, I'm all over the stage and I, because I just love performing. I enjoy it. That is um, so cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying, because you, you just, it's like you, your body, just, some, something just takes over your body, and you're just like, this. you're here, and you're ready to give out to the world some kind of love, some music for them to enjoy, and it's just a different feeling, and I think only people that perform can understand that feeling of being on stage, or being in a setting where you're about to perform, and you know the people that are coming to see you perform are really looking forward to your performance. You're so right, and you really nailed it there. It's like something just, you know, takes over, and and you, yeah, it's perfect. It's really perfectly said. You can, you know, just let it all out, and you want. Yes, you want. You're there to entertain people, but it's also just it comes naturally. You know, it just comes out. So exactly. Now, T.S. Up. So you gave us the song "Brother, Brother." So tell us what that's about. Um, Brother Brother is a um, really personal song, actually. Um, and that one came to me, actually, really quick. And it's probably one of the quickest songs that, from the time writing it to getting it um, produced and recorded and released and everything, probably happened the fastest. And that okay. was really something that was on my mind. My, um, my not my youngest brother, but my one of my younger brothers, but not the youngest of the family, has been dealing with some addiction for many years now. Right. And, um, you know, it's a it's a touchy subject. Right. I won't get too deep into there, but it's, it's also how you love and how you, you know, try and help that person throughout 
you know, their time going through that. And um, it's just really about, yeah, never giving up, you know, even though they might think, you know, they're fine or they might say things to you like, you know, don't worry, I'm being watched out, the angels are watching over me, you know, Um, because he's also very religious. Um, but at the same time, I can't just, you know, leave that how it is and just be like, okay, you said right. you're fine, you're being taken care of, but no, I'm not going to just, you know, sit here and watch you and let go. So that's what it's about. All right. Well, we're going to have a word from our sponsor and then we'll play the song. Hold on one second. Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network. Here we go. Thank you. 
Beautiful. You know, one of the things I love about music is like, even if a person doesn't want to hear it, you can always tell them you're, you love them through music and that you're always there for them. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, was, that's one of the most, I would say, holds a really, you know, dear spot in my heart, that song. And and um, and actually, you know, some some, some songs that you release, you go back and you're sick of listening to them after you just recorded them because you just heard it so much. You know, that's one of the ones that I'm not sick of. <laughs> I totally get it. You know, there's some of my songs I'm like, I'm like, oh, and listen that one again. There's like a couple of oh God, I could listen to this all day long. And it's okay to love your own music because whatever you put out, you should put it, you should love it. You know what I mean? You can't, Oh, I hate this song. Why do they keep playing it? You you still got to love your music. Um, That's so true. Plus, you know, you go through a different, you know, maybe 10 years ago or five years ago, whatever I was writing, maybe it's not as good as what I'm writing now. But at the same time, that was the best at the time that I could do. So, yeah, you got to learn to love the, the stage and, you know, where you are in life. So Awesome. Um, so do you play any instruments? Um, I do. I play piano. Uh-huh. I play a little bit of guitar, but I wouldn't say that I play guitar because, um, I'm not very good. Um, but I, I hope to strengthen my skills in the future. I, I tried guitar and let me tell you, I felt like a contortionist. When they're telling you to burn your hand here, your arm here, I was like, ah, I took a couple of lessons and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then I bought a smart keyboard where you can learn how to play by attaching your iPad to it, which I've had the thing in a box for like three or four years. I'm really bad about those things. Um, but this year, I'm like, this is here is the year for me to learn. And I this definitely, is it. yes, this is it. I want to learn how to play the, you know, the keyboard or whatever. I think. You know, we use our vocals are our instruments, but I think it's always good to have an an actual instrument that you can play as part of your persona. Yeah, I mean, I did it for a while. I actually didn't grow up playing an instrument, so right. I mm-hmm. learned as an adult, and um, it was really hard for the first few years, but yeah. it's it's really helped me with my songwriting, and that's the number one reason why I play right now in the future. Um, like I, when I perform, I usually actually have a full band, but in the future it would be nice to just get up there solo um, with with the piano. You know, that must also have a very special feeling as well. I, I love that. So, okay, I'm, listen, I'm following you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, I'm going to play something. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Um, you should, yeah. What do you enjoy most about being an artist? Um, I would say that my number one love is performing. Okay. Um, and I know you like performing too, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's where, you know, maybe now, you know, when I start performing, it's it's really cool because I'm like, wow, I'm performing the song that I started writing 
you know, two years ago, that was nothing. It was just like a blob of a song. And now I'm performing that on stage, and I got these guys behind me, you know, super talented musicians playing my song. So um, that's really cool. I just really love performing. And this is where I get to, you know, show my colors. And um, what else, you know, but lately I really like songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the songwriting is where where I get to finally communicate. So I'm, I've never been a really good, um, I would say, speaker. I would be a terrible uh, lawyer. <laughs> I'm not, like, during arguments, I can never get my point across. And I know what I'm thinking, but I just don't know how to say it. And then afterwards, I always think of the best thing. I'm like, oh, I should have said that. But with songs and music, which is probably why it gives me such a fulfillment, is mm-hmm. I finally get to say what I really wanted to say, and I finally get to get it down. And then it sounds so perfect and what I was thinking, but I just couldn't think of that in the moment. <laughs> so it's really like a therapy for me. And, um, yeah, I just really love that. Um, recording, I've learned, you know, to start to love, you know, as well, but that was probably where I was the weakest at first because I just had the least amount of experience with that, but um, it's coming along, so. Awesome. So during the pandemic, this this crazy pandemic, what have you Mm -hmm. been doing to, like, perform? Have you been doing any live streaming? Um, I actually haven't been doing any live streaming. Um, well, no, I did a couple of times, but it wasn't an actual. I kind of was just playing around in the room with, you know, right. a song or two, and then I put the live on, but I didn't have an actual um, show. But having said that, um, we have um, we had a live stream scheduled for uh, right around Christmas, and it got postponed because, you know, the pandemic got really messy around there. Right. Um and it didn't really seem safe, and my players didn't really want to, you know, do it then. So we are going to – I mean, the date is to be determined, but I'm going to post that soon. But we are going to be doing a live stream show um, with the whole band in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. I'll have to catch that. Yeah. Yeah, it should be really fun. Where We've got um, a great – space that we use um with a stage and lights and um yeah it's going to be a full a full set that's awesome yeah i've used uh i hooked up with the discord management and they um got me all these live streaming gigs live streaming is really interesting because sometimes you'll have people sometimes you won't sometimes you're just singing to yourself um but (laughs) it's it allows you to keep you know your vocal training exercise and it keeps you engaged with your fans, your audience, your family members and stuff like that. So I've, I'm actually very grateful for the live streaming and I can't wait to see what happens when, you know, once the pandemic is um, out there, you know, things are just going to be crazy, but people are just going to want to go to every venue. So that's, that, I think that's the part that's going to be really great for um, musicians and artists and stuff like that, that um, people are going to so want to be out there and listening to music. We actually probably will make money. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I didn't actually think about that, but people are going to be ready, ready to go oh, out yeah. and it's going to be great. 
Exactly. Now, the other song I have is WCG. Can you tell me about that? <laughs> well, actually, WCG is short for West Coast Girl. So, right. um, um, West Coast Girl is one of my it's one of my most fun songs, and um, it I wrote it right when I had returned uh, back from Europe. I was living in the, the south of France in Aix-en-Provence for three years, and um, I came back to L.A., and I was ready to come back home, just to California in general. And um, I just felt like for the moment that, hey, you know, I'm back home. This is this is where I come from. I'm a total California girl. I mean, I've been traveling around the world um, and, you know, living in the cold and, and living all over the place, but this is really at heart who I am. You know, I, I grew up in Idlewild, but I I was at the beach like every weekend, and um, this is who I am. So the, I would say the chorus came to me right away, um, and I had about 80% of the song done, and then I collaborated with um, Maya Marie. She's a, a, one of the writers that writes for Britney Spears a lot. Oh wow! Okay. Um, we didn't, and we did everything remotely, of course. But she's like, mm, I like this. It's kind of got like a, you know, like a Lana Del Rey kind of dreamy <laughs> feel to it, and and that's exactly what it is. It's very dreamy. It's very fun, but it's very um, still is true to who I am, and more of that mellow, smooth um, style. So awesome. Well, we're gonna have a word from our sponsors. And then we're going to play the song. Hold on one second. <laughs> Hi, it's Jordan. And Madison. And we're Jay Madison, Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. I'm a dreamer, wanna feel the magic inside of an answer, wanna feel the heat come all alive. I'm a dreamer, baby, light my fire. I come from California, West Coast girl, where we be getting more than we deserve. Don't judge my cut up, cause I ain't that I'm mm-hmm. 
uh, to write and release a full-length album because it's one of the only things that I haven't done. And um, so that is a that is a project of mine. I really hope that I can accomplish that this year. Um, so that is also in the works. Just all over the place. I know so many people that are writing with her. She's she's just she's awesome. She's amazing. She she she's superwoman at this point. <laughs> yes, I agree. Oh my and God. she's really she's really fast. And for me, it was a good good experience because um, I haven't I've written with a few people, but it's been remote you know, remotely, but most of the time I write by myself because I'm able to kind of like get everything that I am thinking out. Um, but she, she's very fast and mm. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, she's, she was really great to work with. She's super fast and she's like, okay, done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. If you were talking to a younger version of you, what what advice would you give yourself? Oh, so much. <laughs> um, it's not going to be, nothing is ever going to be what you, you know, expect it. You know, I was thinking when I was younger, it's going to happen like this. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. like only one way for it to happen. And it's not at all like that. And, you know, the journey really can go so many different ways and it's not really about what the end result may be that you wanted, but it might actually be much more because it might be more fulfilling for you. Right. So just relax and know that every day, as long as you're focused and working towards your goals, that it's that journey that is going to take you somewhere and it might not be the same place, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be much more fulfilling than I ever imagined. So. Yeah, no. So how, how, so this is a social media question because I ask all the artists this because I know whew, that social media marketing stuff, it just takes a lot out of you and you have to post 20 million times a day and you have to make sure you're on all the time. <laughs> I mean, it can drive you crazy. So how do you organize Absolutely. yourself with social media? How many times do you post a day? Um. I'm not very organized at all. <laughs> I have um, I have my moments. Um, I had a sometimes I'm working with a social media company. Um, there's one that I really really love called Social Light LLC, and they've been working off and on with them for like a year now. When they are when they are on, they are very good at about scheduling and making a beautiful you know. Um, map of uh, my pictures and everything, and they do that for me. It kind of takes the the um, the um, the hard work out for me because mm-hmm. I can get that done um, and send it to them, and they can just be on top of the post and stuff. But sometimes I feel with that, I feel a little bit disconnected right. with my fans and stuff. So this last time, I said, you know what? Why don't I just you know, do it myself for a little while. And I still have, you know, the pictures and the photo shoots. And I just feel like if I post in the moment that I'm feeling something, you know, sometimes I'm feeling something very, you know, inspirational. Sometimes I'm feeling sad, you know, whatever it may be. I post in the moment that I'm feeling that. And then I feel very connected. So I guess it goes back and forth. But then sometimes if I do it that way, I might forget for like five days. <laughs> and, oh, my God. 
So, I mean, there's a really, I guess you just kind of have to play it by ear, but there's a balance to everything, and you just kind of have to do it the way you feel the best doing it. So I don't think there's any right and wrong, and yes, you might not be on top of it all the time, but your fans will wait, and if they love you, they'll wait for your next post. (laughs) Exactly. But I like the way that you do it. You, 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 you go on social media when you feel like you have something to say. I love that because it, it, it's more natural that way. And I'm all about the natural. I yes, don't. and it might be at the wrong, like, times. You know, they have certain yeah. times that the highest engagement. And sometimes I post it, like, the total, the worst time ever. But it's okay. That's how I was feeling at that moment, yeah. and I wanted to post. I love that. You're taking control of it. You're like, screw these other the ways that people are doing it. I'm going to do it my own way, which makes you very... <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way. <laughs> How do you deal with writer's block if you ever get it? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I never really had writer's block. Um, I had it maybe just recently for the first time ever because before that I just had so much overflowing stuff that I couldn't get the songs written fast enough for what was coming out but just recently I kind of experienced a little bit of it and I just find that if you sit down to do the writing Mm -hmm. even though you feel like you have nothing to write about um, and you maybe listen to some stuff or just start playing some chords that something will come out of it you know what I mean even if it's not good and then maybe the next day you'll be you're making some changes on that. I was so I would say that just to sit down and do it anyways, you know, even if you can't think of anything, that right. that something will come out. <laughs> oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Tell our audience where they can find you. Um, you can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter at Natasha Jane J. And you can find me on Facebook and SoundCloud at mm-hmm. Natasha Jane Julian. My okay. full name, um, as well as YouTube also is Natasha Jane Julian. Um, okay. I have, I had a huge problem with my Facebook page um, the last week. I'm still in the midst of fixing it. Um, I had a hacker in my account, and they were posting all sorts of crazy weird stuff. <laughs> um mm-hmm. And I've been on the phone with Facebook for like every day trying to fix this problem. And I have some uh, accesses back to the page, but not, you know, completely. And I have other people still managing my page that I don't know about in, like, the Philippines and South Korea. So if you see something weird on my page that doesn't match what I usually do, then just know that um, it should be fixed soon. Thank you so much, Natasha Jane Julian, for being on our show. I can't wait to chat with you on Instagram Live next week sometime. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Me thank too. You, thank you for honoring us with your music, your soul, your presence. I loved everything I heard. I can't wait to chat more. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. That was super fun. And, yes, next week with the Instagram Live, it should be fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. This was Chatting with Nat. We were chatting with Natasha Jane Julian. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. Chatting with Nat is a podcast 
for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.